What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining me. You could have been somewhere else doing something else, but you are here with me, tuning in. And for that, I'm very, very grateful. So I'm super excited to welcome our fabulous guest today. Our guest today is a friend of mine, an inspiration to me, a motivational speaker, a dream screamer for all women, right? And and she's a mother as well. And uh, keynote speaker. What else am I missing? There's so many about this woman, right? But, but I am going, no, we're going to talk about that today. So let me tell you who we have here today. Who we have here today is Miss Sheldon Barlett Rumor. She's the executive and CEO of This Is It Network. And This Is It Network is a global female minority owned digital streaming platform. Each day, they share inspiring stories with their global audience of remarkable women through their inclusive video content and timely lifestyle blogs. So, people, whoever you are listening to this podcast, please welcome my friend, Sheldon. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with you. I love you, love you, love you. I can, I love the fact that I'm here. I'm obsessed. Thank you so much for asking. Thank you. Well, thank you for saying yes, because I know you're super busy. I'm listen, there's all we can always make time. We can always make time. And and I think that, you know, prioritizing not only good friends, but great people is 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 top notch for me. So thank you so much, Majet. Love you, love you, love you. And I and I appreciate that, right? Like um, you are always somebody who have done a lot of amazing things, who's also always so busy. Um, and when people look at you and what you have been doing, you know, your, your YouTube, your TikTok, right? Your, your Instagram, um, Facebook, you're, you're very super busy woman. And, but then at the same time, you're so grounded Ooh. and, and when people look at you, they, you also exude confidence, oh. right? Yeah. However, there's that humility that, you know, that people really, you know, are, it's a magnet to, to a lot of women, a lot of people. And, and that's why, you know, you're one of the people that um, truly inspires me to, to be confident, but stay modest or humble, but then also scream my dream, right? I love you. You're gonna make me cry, Majette. What are you doing to me? We just started. We just started. <laughs> Aw. So, so good. Thank you so much, sweetie. It's, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like what I was saying earlier, you are so busy. So tell us, you know, where have you been? Just where or like it's all the major events. I am this year. I am. That's fun. Girl, tell us. That's far, that's far. And it's been an intentional ride. And so as you know, this is it network looks to connect remarkable women to inspiring stories through our digital content, our, you know, engaging storytelling, and then the events in which we produce. And so in to create this global platform, that means that we must be, in fact, as much online as we are offline. And and so there's a challenge with that, right? What are the typical events that 
we should be attending? What are things that are already existing that we can truly, for lack of a better term, capitalize on in this moment? Where can we go where remarkable women are already thriving and having conversations? How can we be part of those? And so we really set forth into the 2020, my goodness, 2023 calendar to say, okay, what verticals really mean a lot to us? You know, whether it be entertainment, health and wellness, film and television, beauty, music, sports, what really resonates for our remarkable women and how can we go to those events and really participate? So when the new year kicked off, it went from happy new year to Sundance. And so we flew out to Park City, uh, Utah, and we stayed at, in Salt Lake City. And we really experienced Sun the Sundance Film Festival trying to find women-led stories, trying to find female directors and actors in that space. So ideally, we can host an event um, in years to come. And so we're super excited about that. So we were in Utah. Then we took a brief couple days break and then flew out back out because we're based here, as you guys know, on the East Coast and in New Jersey and flew back out to L.A., um, as it was, you know, Grammy weekend. So really celebrating music. But we also did a media junket, you know, thanks to one of our what we call screamers, one of our um, contributors, Melissa Higgins, who ha represents a lot of beauty products. So we are really diving into this beauty and beats kind of event that focuses on music and the beauty industry. So we interviewed a ton of women within beauty, cosmetics, et cetera. And then Again, brief stint at home just to fly back out again. Uh, we stopped in Las Vegas and there was a couple of female-run businesses that we did some content creation for. And then we made our way over to Phoenix, Arizona for the Super Bowl. This so happened to have the Philadelphia Eagles within it. Um, even though we did not necessarily win the Super Bowl, it was amazing to celebrate with our East Coast friends and fam um, in Arizona. And so we hosted a women in sports event. We call it We Win um, and so we had Olympians and executives from the NFL, and it was just absolutely wonderful to really celebrate women within sports and entertainment. And then now I'm home. I'm home um, until we head out to South by Southwest and a couple of other, other events for the rest of the year. It's just important for us to do the work both online and offline. And so that affords us the ability to travel quite a bit. Wow, I'm exhausted hearing all that. <laughs> uh, me too, Val. Me too. <laughs> but, but, um, but I'm inspired, right? Like, I love what you said in the very beginning: the intention yeah. of going to these places, going to these events, yeah. right? To look for where women are, like going to these events where women are, yeah, right? to highlight women. Yeah. For sure. The intention around that, right? Yeah, like, um. So that's definitely inspiring. So I'm, yeah. I'm curious about what inspires you to do what you do. Yeah, it, it's very much a, a hidden figure type of scenario, right? We've all heard of the hidden figures. We've heard of, you know, the stories that are untold. Uh, years ago, somebody had asked me blatantly as they do, you know, what are you trying to do? And it was kind of, you know, I felt kind of, a, you know, as if they were questioning whether or not what I was doing was kind of valid. They, they didn't say that, but I, that's how I felt based on the question. And without hesitation, I said, I'm changing history. And that person kind of fell on their the back of their heels. I don't think they expected me to say that. But, but, but for me, that's what came out in that moment. And because it's true, because those who create history um, are, are the ones that are the storytellers. You know, if you don't create it, you're typically left out of it. And so 
if you, we have the ability to tell the stories of remarkable women in this moment, my daughter is 11, um, as, as you hear me in this moment, 10 years from now, she'll be like, oh, those women in 2023 were killing it. Like, oh, okay, they all had these businesses, they were thriving. But there needs to be documentation of that existence in order for history to change. And so that's really what we're doing. And so in order for us to be able to, to, to be part of that, we have to go find it. It's, and for me, it's a very active participation. It's not about what falls on our lap. It's what we go treasure hunt and find. And so it's very much been about this treasure hunt of like women that are doing these remarkable things. Oftentimes when you are a remarkable woman, your head is down. You're busy working. You're not busy promoting that thing. And so we believe and we are committed to making sure that their voices are heard. And so that's really what keeps me going. I'm slightly nosy, definitely inquisitive. So like to find a woman that has six bakeries and to learn how she does it is part of you know my human curiosity to be able to celebrate a woman in professional soccer is part of my human framework. So I really have spoiled myself in creating, you know, a platform that that really ignites all of that curiosity. Yeah, um, and it's and you're a natural storyteller, right? You're a natural storyteller, and, and and I've said this before, right? You are going to be the next Oprah. Like I don't thank doubt you. in some way your own forms, right? Thank you. Thank you. So and it's like. And and that's that that's what inspires you because you want to tell the stories of these remarkable women yeah. uh, because nobody's documenting their hard work, nobody's documenting you know the struggles and the joys, right? To make a difference in this world, and that's what you're doing, changing history through through this work that you do. I love it. I love. It. Wow, it's it's an interesting thing, and I think you know. I think we as entrepreneurs, yourself included, those of us that are ambitious in this pursuit of helping others and doing more and being more and driven by more, we very rarely take the necessary time to tell people our story because we're too busy doing it, right? We're too busy in the trenches. And, and I think that even though there are wonderfully executed other media outlets and partnerships and, you know, we're not saying be part of This Is It Network or tell your story on This Is It Network and not be on the Today Show. I'm saying be on the Today Show and swing by This Is It Network. It is a collaborative in storytelling and the repetition of the various places in which you can tell your story or the various media outlets. We want to be part of the storytelling. And, and that's also us being very mature in how we're going to develop, right? Is that how can we be part of the conversation, not trying to be the only conversation? And it's just been really fun to be able to collaborate with other media outlets, other women's groups and other organizations um, such as yourself to say, okay, what can we do as a collective to be able to elevate the voices of women as opposed to working in silos um, and being discouraged or not necessarily hitting a global audience. What can we do together? Um, and it's been super fun. It's been fun. Yeah. So, so you are highlighting other women's stories. Yeah. Right? So let's turn that over to you because I know you have a very inspiring story. Sweet. You're sweet. Uh, yeah. So, so I want to go back to the time we're in, yeah. you know, Sheldon is not a keynote speaker yet. Child okay. is not um, um, uh, a business owner yet. Yeah. She's not a mother yet. You know, uh, she's not a significant other yet. Like, I want to go back there. So, please describe to me yeah. that Sheldon. 
Ooh, I was grossly ambitious even then, um, with far less prongs to climb, right? Um, and then really dissatisfied. You got to be really honest. I was like one of those individuals that never was happy in the moment, right? It was never enough, right? And never really appreciated where I was in that moment. It was always kind of itching for something else. And so the the trouble in that is that you never, you're not really paying attention to the circumstances that you're in or the relationships that you currently have, or, you know, it was, I was really functioning in this space of being dissatisfied, still positive, outgoing, not shy by any stretch of the imagination, definitely loud, unapologetically, but it was less controlled. It was more, um, reckless and to be quite honest it was very much not in a space where there it was there was much discipline around it and didn't really appreciate what that discipline needed to look like right it was very much like my enthusiasm will carry me and my enthusiasm will be enough and it wasn't until later maturity responsibilities you know real goal setting not just wanting but the action of doing for the want that I was able to say, okay, what is necessary beyond my enthusiasm to be able to get to where it is that I want to be? My enthusiasm is natural. And one, I'm a natural extrovert too. You know, I have one of those personalities that, you know, can keep people engaged, but without substance, right? It's, you're just, you know, you're just the the big smile and at the party. What else can you do? What else do you have to do in order to be able to move forward in that way? And that was a challenge, right? That was a challenge for myself as a personality, for myself as a businesswoman, right? You know, and I think a lot of young people in general, especially when you're lacking experience, we lean solely and totally on our enthusiasm. And that unfortunately was a really tough lesson for me that didn't pay the bills, right? You weren't going to be able to pay your rent on enthusiasm. You needed to pair that enthusiasm with an actual plan. And so that was definitely more difficult for me um, as a person that was not as system driven as I am now. And I'm not even as system driven as I should be. Um, but when I, in my youth, before obligations, responsibilities and and regiment, I was completely undisciplined and, and running around, claiming things, printing business cards with CEO on it and all of the things without actually having experience and substance. And and I think that that needed to happen. There's never any regrets in what it is that I've done. But at the same time, I can comfortably reflect on that time now in the naiveness of the ambition and encourage other people who are listening and, and those that I teach to ensure that there is substance paired with your enthusiasm. So yeah, I was grossly enthusiastic, um, but naively unprepared. For, for what it is that I needed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for, for, for sharing that, yeah, you know, that's right. In, in soft <laughs> like that's all, that's all. I, I was a good time, but it was a mess. Like, and that's really what it comes down to unapologetically. Um, less of a mess now, always a good time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You, you grow, right? That's what you evolve, right? And as human beings, we do evolve. Um, but it starts with being able to recognize and becoming aware of like, oh, this was my messy part. I was too enthusiastic. And who knew that being enthusiastic could be a detriment from your own success? Right? Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's just not enough. I mean, it is helpful, 100% helpful to be enthusiastic and be a self-promoter of yourself, 100%. Right. But 
what needs the substance needs to be there, right? It just can't smell good. It has to taste good. And it all it, it's really about that. And and how can we create the whole package for ourselves? Yeah. And the, creating that package for yourself, right? Like um, you said that, okay, um, you, you, you're always wanting, you were always wanting back then. And then, you know, as, as you evolve, you know, like that want change, did that want change? Like what you wanted change? Yeah. I mean, it had to, right? So like what I am living in, in this moment is I'm proudly in this moment, 45 years old. And when somebody asks 21 year old, 25 year old Sheldon about what it is that she wanted, I could have never asked, answered the question with what I'm doing now. Right. I could have never at 21 years old said, I'm going to own a digital streaming platform yeah. because it did not exist. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we are so hell bent on what we want without the evolution of what it will become, we go the way of blockbuster, for lack of a better term. Right. We're not adjusting to the Netflix of things and we're not really adjusting in a space and allowing ourselves to grow in that space. And so really adopting the idea of being a forever student, really adopting the idea of pivoting and moving and being fluid. The ambition stayed the same, but the vehicle and the tools that I needed to feed the ambition changed. And so that I think we need to really be open to. Yes, I, you know, again, I wanted to be a creator. I wanted to be a producer. I, I loved events. I loved media. At the time, it was traditional television and printed publications that I allowed for myself to evolve into streaming platforms and, and you know, interactive events. I, I allowed for myself to evolve into that space, but the ambition stayed the same. And that was from being a forever student and tapping into what the world was doing around me and allowing myself to be comfortable and educate myself. You know, because all of the things, that's postgraduate, right? That's not formal education. You're not taking streaming 101 you have to go find it you have to go participate in it you have to go to these conferences and these events and you know bring pen and pad and be able to say okay well, how do i fit into this and and that's an internal willingness paired with an external action to get you to where you need to be and so that's really what the past two decades have really been is is being a forever student and, and diving in that way yeah uh, and and you know like uh Thank you for emphasizing that part of like your ambition stayed the same, but yeah. then you also had to adapt, but right. Yeah. Adapting to what the yeah. world needs. Yes. Right. And yes. what the world wants, not just about what you wanted. Right? Sure. So understanding what the world needs. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, and then how you're going to participate. Yeah. How you yeah. participate in it. Right. Like right. what is your role in it as it changes and be comfortable asking yourself, that question and then answering that question, right? Like, how do I take exactly who I am, enthusiastic, ambitious, you know, slightly obnoxious? How do I do that? And how do I, how do I utilize those skills that are so natural to me to be able to serve a bigger thing? You know, how do I do yes. that? Yes, yes, yes. It's like the authenticity of who you are that for you doing what you love, right? Right. And then, but right. at the same time, you're giving what the world wants. Right, right. And and it doesn't, and then I think the, the other piece of larger advice is that it doesn't have to be the whole world, just your world. Right. Just your world. It doesn't have to be the whole world, just yours. And I think that we get so caught up in trying to be everything to everyone that we end up being nothing to no one, right? And then I think that when we're in a space where 
you know, especially in this digital space, right, where it's we're very tempted by the intoxication of likes and 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 follows and all of these things that we try to be and try to slice and dice ourselves and pretend and fake it till you make it and all these things. And I think, you know, it's about finding your world and owning that and and thriving in it versus the whole world. And I think that there's a challenge in that. I mean, I think that there's a responsibility for those that want to tackle the whole world ambitiously, like I do. But even as I attempt to 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 be world renowned, it's still in my own world um, that I'm looking to be world renowned and and to be you know favored. And I think that oftentimes we try to be favored by everyone, and we find ourselves very discouraged by what by what is you know by what we find. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great message of you know telling everyone that, um, like, n- really. Yeah. Doing things for yourself, loving yourself first and doing right. You know, like doing it for you. You can't beat everybody. Um yeah. and that's an exhausting feat. And it's easy for those of us who are ambitious to take that on, right? It's easy for us to say, I want to do all of these things, right? And and try to find a way to do them at our own detriment, right? Because what we're not what we really want is to be able to make an impact. And if we can feel that impact. We there is a sense of satisfaction in that, but if we're trying to impact the whole entire world, that is so there's a sense of defeat in that, and so that keeps us from moving forward because we are are finding ourselves to be more defeated than we are victorious. And so for me, I really want to ensure that the efforts that I'm making are celebrated along the way to keep me focused and moving forward and and truly being able to 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 offer. Again, my authenticity with as many of the right people as possible. Yeah, and that's what makes it fulfilling. Yes, with all this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, because it's hard, Majet, and it takes a lot of time. And a lot of people are torturing themselves in spaces that they are not feeling fulfilled, that yeah. they haven't celebrated a win, that they haven't even patted themselves on the back. They're so concerned about where they're not, they haven't realized how far they've come. And that's a dangerous space to be in when your journey's long. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That yeah. is very, very true. Um, I, I I totally understand like how a lot of people do give up right away when it comes to uh, for sure. We're feeling your dreams or starting a business. Um, everybody can start a business, everybody has their own um great idea. But when it comes to doing the work, yeah. that's when we kind of lose ourselves because we're trying to also please other people um, instead of really focusing on, you know, what makes us feel fulfilled. A hundred percent. And it is, it's difficult. And a lot of individuals who are in the trenches aren't sharing its difficulty. And so when it becomes difficult for you, right, you believe that you're alone. You believe that, oh my gosh, why was it, why is it hard for me when it was so easy for so-and-so that you follow on Instagram? It wasn't. <laughs> like, I think that the notion of overnight success simply means that you just heard of them overnight. That doesn't mean that they were only working for a night. And so I think we need to really pay attention to that in our own journey as we try to continue to to support each other and ourselves moving forward, that it is a long lift, a long and heavy lift. Um, you know, to be our whatever our definition of uh, ambitious or successful is. Yeah. Um, 
And if your life could take a radical turn. Okay. Yeah. What would that be? What would that be? In 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 the direction of what it is, I mean, for me, it's right now in an immediate, there's like, I guess, the right now goal, and then there's immediate goal. We're currently working on building a media and innovation center here in the state of New Jersey that is so exciting and and immensely oh ambitious. I mean, it's just, it's ambitious. I mean, I was talking to the contracts for this morning and they sent over this document with a lot of commas and a lot of zeros. And, you know, there needs to be, I think that this is where young Sheldon is married married with with current Sheldon, right? Where ambition is necessary, enthusiasm is necessary, oh, and then planning is necessary. And so, you don't know, who Sheldon was is now married with who Sheldon is today in order to get something that gross of an ambition to come to life, right? So who am I to put together, you know, a 40,000 square foot space to be able to create this scenario, to be able to make this make sense? But I am the right person in this moment. I'm the right person to be able to do so. And that for me is really what we want. We want to fill the walls and the online space and the event space with remarkable women with their stories. We provide something very unique within what we call what has been coined educational entertainment. So the ability to be entertained and to be smarter for it is really what we love to do. And so for us, we want to have remarkable women all over the globe contributing content, participating in online conversations, diving into our educational portal and attending our events. And that's really what we're attempting to do, make happen and make fulfilled within this space that we're creating. And so that's the pivot, that, which is our next phase of things. It probably won't be the end of it for sure, because again, I'm grossly ambitious, but it's the next phase of things that we're diving into. Who needs to be in this building, hint, hint, Majet? Who needs to be part of this conversation? Who, you know, who are we aligned with? What brands, what partners, what organizations, what groups? And so, you know, how can we really foster the development of educational entertainment in the digital space together, all caps, is really what I'm I'm really focused on. I want to be there. Yeah. All caps. All caps. You're in it. You're in it. <laughs> I want to be there. Oh um I love like how you were able to to bring in the old Sheldon to the new to the to the yeah. present Sheldon, right? And have that conversation with yourself of like, yeah. yes, you do need that enthusiasm. You do need to be your own cheerleader to be able to do this sure. big radical ambition, right? Because people will be like, you know, looking at a contract with so many zeros and so many commas, and you're like, whoa, this is a big audacious goal, but yeah. it's gonna happen because. You know, the enthusiasm that the old Sheldon had is still so present and the ambitiousness of that old Sheldon is still here in the present Sheldon. But this present Sheldon has the plan, knows how to plan, has her yes. own goal, and you know, and have also the people, right? Yeah. And and you know, and and the necessary things to make this goal a reality. To make this goal a reality. And and I think it's the marrying of the the two person I think Oftentimes we want to throw away everything else, right? And I, I use the analogy of, you know, when you get lost, do you go all the way home and restart the journey? You don't, you don't throw it all out. You ask for directions from where you are. And I think that that's where a lot of people are like, forget it, I'm gonna start all over. And I never really suggest that. I suggest you asking for directions from where you are in this particular moment 
Like where, look around, like, what do you need? Do I go left or right? We're in South Jersey. So do I go left at the Wawa or right at the Wawa, right? Like, where do I pick the direction from where it is that I stand? And that old Sheldon is with me in the car. She's there. So like, let me ask her for directions. Let me ask her, do you know where we're supposed to be going, girl? Like, where are we supposed to be making that left and right? And then together we get there, together with all of the personalities and all of the lessons that are, to take the analogy to the next level, that are packed in the trunk, that are in the luggage of, of the journey. You know, we open that up and we learn the lessons, we build the relationships, and there are going to be people that are part of this media and innovation center that I haven't talked to in 10 years. But now I'm reigniting those relationships based on these needs. And I think that that's part of, has always been part of the journey for me and recognizing it has has turned it my my career into a fruitful thing. Yeah, you truly are evolving. You truly are evolving. And this journey that you're in um, allowed you to meet all this amazing people and also the not so amazing people. But then, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I know that. Yeah. But they're part of it too, right? They're part I'm of it too. Of it too. Yeah. They're part of it. Yeah. Too. I would agree. I agree. We grow from those experiences, yeah. from those relationships. I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. And not everyone is meant, Majet, to be yeah. on. To ride shotgun with you. Not everybody is not everybody has the endurance for this. Yeah. The temperaments, the patience, the wants, you know, you know, it, it's not made for everyone. And that's okay. That is completely okay. And and there are some people who start the journey with you and they stop at a rest stop and we're like, I'm done. And that's okay yeah. too. That's okay too. And so, you know, but it's recognizing that, right? It's recognizing that. And just like any real goodbye. A, a, a business goodbye is hard, right? It's hard. It's difficult. You have to mourn not only the decisions that you make, but the relationships that are no longer there. And that also takes time. And so that's all part of new Sheldon, old Sheldon, the Sheldon, all the things um, that have kept me moving forward is recognizing that time. And when, when we've outgrown situations or when the journey needs to make a left or a right. So, yeah. 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 Um, I agree 100%. So I have one more question for you. Yeah. And um, and I think people are also wondering, like, how are you taking care of yourself? I mean, I mean, I mean my Lord, uh, you got to remember to rest. I'm not that good at it. Today, you know, the, the, I just shared with you the recent schedule, which is fairly grotesque. And it was just very, it was very aggressive. Um, we will most likely do it again, but in a different type of way. Um, I, I'm a strong believer in having to do it and then evaluate it so that that was what it was. Um, and, but the motion that I'm constantly in, I'm constantly in a forward motion. And, you know, I was given advice a long time ago that if you are never still, what you wish for cannot catch you. And so- there, there's this idea of being still in the moment so what you want can catch you. And so right now I am practicing finally being still in my home. Um, got off the plane, you know, from, you know, Vegas slash Arizona yesterday morning. And so um, the still practice of, of today and tomorrow, today and for the rest of the week and till the middle of March is really what we're going to be practicing and allowing myself to not only reflect on what we've done, but also plan in the future. So just sitting still, I mean, it could be as simple as a cup of coffee, a cup of tea or a glass of Pinot Grigio, let's be honest, 
and allowing myself to play Candy Crush or a digital coloring book um, and lose myself in 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 what it is that I'm creating with these abstract colors or it's diving in. I love television and film, so really binge watching a, a, a hilarious show or diving into, you know, a documentary series, you know, I allow myself a time where my mind can rest. Um, so those opportunities can catch up to me. So I have the ability to refine and reignite and re, you know, reconnect with myself. And and everybody deserves that. Everybody deserves to remind themselves of themselves from time to time. And and oftentimes when I'm off a a, a cluster of a journey or a bender of sorts, um, I give myself the time to be still. So, you know, all the good things can catch up. Yeah, because in stillness comes wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And and for those of us that are constantly moving, you know, stillness is few and far between. Um, but but for me, it, it's a priority. So how can we make being still a priority? It's still tugging like a really tug of war. You know, my husband even said when I got off the plane yesterday and he was just like, you just got to go to bed, girl. You just got to go to bed. And, you know, because I was fighting it. Right. And I think that even in the simplest terms, there's a difference between putting yourself to bed and falling asleep. Right. And so some of us who are like me fall asleep in front of the television. That's not putting yourself to bed. That's not like allowing yourself to rest. That's your body telling you that it's it's done. Right. Um, And so I encourage everybody to put themselves to bed and, and give them the rest that they need and be still. Yeah. So we're going to go into the part of the podcast wherein we do a rapid fire question. I love. <laughs> so these are questions that you only have a few seconds to answer. Okay. okay? So first okay. into your mind, okay. um, you need to say it out loud. Okay. All right. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Who is a famous person you would like to meet dead or alive and why? Oprah Winfrey, because she is my truth. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. She was my truth. She when she was on television, she just existed. And so therefore I knew I could do what I do. And that's and that that's all you need is you need to just see it to be it. So that's it. Um I, I I'm gonna have to say this because um um Leslie something I forget she's on Saturday Night Live and I saw Yes, yes, Leslie's hysterical of hundred percent. Yes. So she said that um, Oprah needed to get fired at 24, she right? Like- yeah. And it's like, you know, and, and we, we're talking about you, the old children and the present children, right? And yeah. how you have to go through all those yeah. uh, struggles and challenges and also the growth that comes with that to become who you are now, 100%. right? And it's like, you mentioned Oprah and then, you know, and then it, it took me right back to to this video of Leslie, I forget her last name. Um, oh, gosh. Now we're on yeah, but Leslie, she's, Leslie. All right, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, exactly. but she's on Friday night. She was on Friday. Yes, I love her. Yeah, she I love her. Yes, yes. And she's like, she said, you know, Oprah had to get fired at twenty four because she had to go through all those other stuff to become the Oprah that she is. Hundred percent. Yeah. So, like, you have so, to like. I, we are no good to, especially in the service of what we do, right? If we're telling stories, we have to have lived stories. If we're we're trying to help women, we have to have been broken, right? Like in order for us to do, like 
it's the practice of doing it. It's the mechanic that worked on the broken car. If he never worked on the broken car, how good of a mechanic could he have been? And so for us, because we're in the service of, of women, because we are in the service of, you know, whether it be motivation or inspiration, we have to have been in the valley in order to have required it. And we'd be here to tell the tale. And so I think she's a better storyteller, Oprah, because she has stories to tell. She's a and more empathetic because she's lived a difficult life. Aside from getting fired and the, the way in which she had grown up and her grandmother and her mother and all the things helps her in being empathetic and a proper storyteller. And I think that that, you know, when you are going through hardships, think about the the outcome. It will it. Yes, it feels like a loss, but it's definitely always a lesson, for sure. Yes, yep. And it's Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. <laughs> Dude, I mean, yeah. on the top of my side, th- she's amazing. And the fact that I didn't know, I, I'm quite mad at myself. I'm just gonna. Okay. <laughs> Leslie, we love you. Yes, we do. We love you too. Um, all right. So here's our next question. Okay. Um, where would you rather be right now? Where? Would- where would I rather be? Oh my goodness! Yes. Um, in bed. <laughs> oh, I love uh, it. I love it. You're you're staying. You know, you're and all of your answers goes back to like what we had been talking about. I love it. Okay, so far, so far. Next question. What are you? I love you. Watch. Oh, okay. Right. I was like, if I had to do anything else, I would sleep. Yeah, I would sleep. Very no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, next question. Yes. What are you binge watching right now? Oh my goodness. What have I been watching? I love Yellowstone. I think it's great, but I also think, I, but I love all of those family dramas and they don't like, when I say family dramas, I don't think people, people think I'm talking about growing pains and the Cosby show. I'm talking about empire. I'm talking about Yellowstone. I'm talking about the Sopranos. I find those to be family drama. There's something about being committed so desperately to a family unit that you will do anything for that family unit. I find those stories interesting. And I personally think Yellowstone, Sopranos, and by the Empire are basically the same show. <laughs> they are. Um, they're like killing people. Yeah. And she's like, oh, but I, but those kinds of shows I love. I love them. Okay. Okay. I I did not. Um, I, I, I didn't think those, that was going to be your answer, but that's, that's, yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm loving it. I mean, I just kind of like to get lost in stories. I don't like things that are too familiar, like with what it is that I'm doing. Like, I don't want like, you know, but I do like, I like Magnolias. I like, I like women driven stuff. I do, but I like kind of edgy things when I'm by myself and can kind of think, think things through. So I find it interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's your superpower? Oh, to my ability to change the energy in a room. That is my superpower. Oh, that is your superpower. That's a hundred percent true. That's my superpower. That's my superpower. Yeah, I come into and I've seen it even in small groups, even with my team. Like if I am in a bad mood, I've gotten off a call or something isn't working. I can literally see their faces change based on the energy that I bring to the space. Right? If I would have ran up and been like, "You guys ready to go?" They would have been like, "You guys ready to go?" Like they would have given it right back to me. But because the mama bear, the mentor, the boss is like thinking, then they automatically just take on that same role. They automatically take on the, oh my gosh, what's gone? Oh my goodness, da da da. Oh my goodness, I'm stressed out. So I have to be very cognizant because it's a superpower of how I use it, right? And and make sure, which is an obligation and a lot of work for me, but at the same time, I recognize the power in, within it. So 
um, my ability to change the room for good or for bad is my superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And superpowers come with, you know, with responsibilities. It does. No. It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just have to be cognizant of uh, the energy yeah. into the room. Sure. So, and so, um, what's your weakness? What's your trip tonight? Oh, uh, the ability to please. Oh. So I, I have been a victim of overpromising and underdelivering because of the want to please. Right? I want to be able to be able to offer and to do and to be and to say and to act and to never let anyone down. And you know that is a, again a muscle that you have to train. Right? The ability to say no when you yeah. can't do something when you're not equipped, when you're not the best person to do it. Don't just say yes. Don't just say fine. Just don't say, I got it. When you don't have it, you know, and that has always really been an issue because it, it trickles down, right? Like even if you have the best intentions, um, it doesn't matter if you can't fulfill. And I have found myself in situations just yesing people to death just because I don't want to let them down. And then what happens is we, I let everyone down. And that can be avoided simply by creating boundaries. And so that's a muscle that I work um, on every single day um, because I hate to let people down. I hate to not be in the room. I hate to not, you know, participate. But there's some things that are just not made for me. And I have to be brave enough to say so. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you 100% because I, this is what I, how I describe myself now. Part of how I describe myself is that I'm a recovering people pleaser. Me too. I'll go to the meeting with you. Majet, <laughs> what are the meetings? Hello, my name is Cheldon, and I'm a people pleaser. Yes, I will go to the meetings. I'll bring the donuts. Tell me when, tell me when the meetings are. I will come. I think there should be, to be quite honest. Not that we need yeah. to work with you, but I think that there should be a meeting. Yeah, I, I, I I'll go with you. Oh my God, girl, this has been an amazing amazing conversation i love you i love you you're so wonderful what you do and the community that you have built and the fact that you continuously allow for me um to be part to be part of it it is just such an honor and a privilege and so thank you so much for your time it's it's just absolutely wonderful thank you thank you for saying those kind words um so we we want to take a moment and give you this opportunity to ask our listeners um, um, for any for anything for anything that's coming up for you, any what? and um, and where to find you uh, to well, touch. Yes. Okay. So if you need this is it network again, we elevate the voices of remarkable women, encouraging them to no longer whisper their wishes, but to in fact scream their dream. You can find more information about us everywhere you find at This Is It TV. Log on to thisisittv.com or watch at thisisit.tv. Um, we are always looking for educators within our community that have a skill set that they want to share with our members. We call those educators or advocates or ambassadors screamers. So we are looking for screamers all across the country uh, to or, and beyond, um, all across the world, to be able to help us in sharing some skills and being able to entertain and educate. We also are looking for individuals that are looking to level up. Majet knows this well. Those individuals that want to dive into content and be taught by these screamers, we call them members. If you'd like to join us, definitely let us know. But either way, make sure that you follow us on all of our platforms. I love to teach personal branding and the skills that are necessary in utilizing your voice. So if you are finding yourself mute or whispering 
and you'd like to scream your dream, you can work with me directly. And that information can be found at this is it TV. Who's kidding? This is it tv.com backslash scream your dream. Um, would love to be able to help you all in finding your voice. So thank you so much, Majette. Yeah, you're very welcome. And all of those stuff are going to be on our show notes. So thank you for sharing that. Um, and thank you so much for your time, Cheldon. And then, um, in our radio podcast, we have our guests have the last words. So, um, what will be the parting words of wisdom would you like to give our listeners before we sign off? Absolutely. In the air of screaming your dream, it's knowing what to say. And I think when we're talking about old Sheldon and new Sheldon, I think so often we as professionals or we as entrepreneurs or those that are climbing the ladder to success, very rarely reintroduce ourselves to ourselves. So old Sheldon needs to introduce herself to new Sheldon. You need to make sure that those individuals around you know who you are today. They often treat you as they knew you and not as you are. And so we want to make sure that individuals are clear on who you are, what you want and why you deserve it. So please reintroduce yourself to yourself and to others. And with that, we say adios. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at divagirltribe. Become a member and join our Diva Girl 411 Facebook group.